up, guys? Welcome to the Mammoth Games Inc. wrap-up of E3 2018. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me, as always, Filterboard. Yo, how's it going? It is going. It's been one hell of a show, huh? Wow, yeah, it's been a, it's been a couple days, man. Um, there was like, yeah, we there was a lot. Ahead. There was really a lot. Yeah, we've been going pretty well nonstop. You can check out all of the video coverage and live reactions mm-hmm. over at twitch.tv backslash Mammoth Games Inc. You can keep up with us, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Uh, that's where we'll post all of the videos, everything we are excited for, and we'll be talking about it, of course, in the comments. And then mm-hmm. to know when we go live, especially for our podcast, um, and of course, we're not going to be going live for E3 anymore, but... You can always uh, get a heads up uh, mm-hmm. over on Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. So, we're going to basically structure this. We're going to go straight down the line, everything that they talked about in every show, what we thought of it, and then, you know, we'll tack back and talk a bit more about things that we're, like, really interested in, uh, mm-hmm. and then cap it off with kind of what we thought of the show. Right. Um, cool. So, yeah. I mean, I guess we, uh, we might as well just dive in and start right from the top. Yeah. Uh, first up, we had EA Play. That was at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was... Oh, it was... Okay, so they started off the show actually kind of strong. Mm-hmm. And then they had just one moment that ruined pretty much everything yeah. for their show. Um, so they started strong with Battlefield Five. Uh, showing off gameplay, and we were talking amongst ourselves on our live stream. We're like, "This looks really good, actually." I was like, "This yeah. could be a game that I, you know, I I pick up. This is awesome." Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, they came out and said that it has a battle royale mode. Yeah, and uh, you could literally hear the audience groan. Yeah, there was there was people that paid, I imagine, to go see EA to sit in EA's, you know, auditorium to watch. Right. EA show off the show, and they audibly groaned. Yeah. I mean, of course, there was people who were excited or whatever, but, like, I, sure. think, I think the majority of fans at this point, like, either you play one Battle Royale game, which is probably Fortnite, or you don't. And, I mean, the people yeah. that don't are could not be less interested. Right. Especially people who just want that... Uh... That deep dive shooter, like Battlefield, has been known mm-hmm. to deliver, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they started off great. Like, they, you know, we see some World War II era action um, and right. guns, and th- there's, there's snow falling, there's mul- yeah, multiplayer. They're talking about their deep customization, mm-hmm. buildings just being fucking dismantled. Um, it all looks great. And then they just come out and drop this shit bomb on, you know, those people. Yeah. And that's where the groans came from because they yeah. were excited for sure. Yeah, it's um I mean like you said, I think Battlefield 5 actually the the multiplayer looks a lot more uh interesting than I've seen in the mm-hmm. past, I guess. Um traditionally I've not been super into it. Um, right. So, I, you know, it kind of came as a bit of a surprise. Um it, it's looking really good. It might be one that I want to check out. Um I still haven't sure. checked out like the single player for Battlefield 1, which I heard was really good, so I'm I kind of want to hit that too. But um Definitely. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the Battle Royale definitely hit a, kind of a, gave you a sinking feeling. Um, from that, they rolled right into uh, FIFA 19. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's, they, it's traditional. It's what you expect. Yeah, they announced some, like, enhanced, uh, like, World Cup features and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, 
And as well, they just randomly tossed out their uh, FIFA 18 free trial. And they're like, it's out, you know, it's out right now. Go ahead and go grab it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's definitely good for those uh, that's cool. FIFA fans. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, so we don't have a lot of details on this because I just couldn't be less interested. But after that, they went into talking about uh, more EA access, uh, you know, the EA kind of Game Pass program that they have. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to, like sign this on an official document or anything, but it's from what I heard, it sounded like they were saying 30 a year for that, which is like, uh, that was what I was saying. Even during the show, I was already like pre complaining that it's like, if they're complaining that $60 is not enough to make a triple a game, how do they think they're going to make money doing 30 a year? Yeah. Um, maybe it was 30 every couple of months or something. Like maybe it was quarterly and I just didn't see that. Um, I mean, you know, if I could pay EA like a hundred bucks a year and I just get every game they make, that's really not a bad deal. Assuming oh, no, that they deal. have games that I want. But like, if I pay them thirty dollars for a year, so we should probably look into this so I don't just look like a complete well, moron. I, I actually just looked it up. It says EA Access membership is four ninety nine a month. When you buy a new EA game, you're typically offered a ten percent discount on your membership. So buying the new EA game will. Uh, generally get you a month's free access. Hmm. There's also an option to buy an annual membership, which is $29.99. A year. Okay, so that that so this does not include games. What does it include then? Um, yeah, let's look a little further. Yeah. Because the way that they were marketing it, it sounded like what they were saying was this gets you the game the day it comes out. Um, <coughs> Let me boot up my EA Origin and see what that is so I can compare. Uh, but yeah, so, it, you know, it's it's one of those things like Xbox has really been leaning on the Xbox Games Pass, and we'll talk about that later in Xbox's show. It's something that I think it could be um, potentially damaging. Um, you know, that, that kind of, I don't know, the... Um, Uh, yeah, okay, so yeah, Origin Access, on, on Origin here, Origin Access, you get a week for free, you get 100 <laughs> plus PC games, play as much as you want, um, which is 30 a year, and that's on PC alone. Um, and what kind of, have like, are, like, do we have some newer yeah, games? Yeah, we got uh, Sims 4, Need for Speed Payback, Titanfall 2, Mass Effect Andromeda, Battlefront, Ultimate Edition, um, I do not see a way out, Mad Max, <laughs> it's stuff that's not even EA. Um, yeah, some of that, yeah, that's not EA. Yeah, Battlefield 1, uh, The Witness, yeah. Prison Architect, Kingdom, New Lands, Sexy Brutale, uh, Unravel 1, Knights of Pen and Paper, uh, Lego Batman games, Batman Arkham games. Um, huh. So I'm not sure how they do this, to be honest. Um, Origin yeah, Access it- Premiere, so that's what they were talking about, right? Um, I guess. 10% discount on Origin... Um, here's what Origin Premier members will be playing soon. A Way Out, Unravel 2, Madden 19, FIFA 19, Battlefield 5, Anthem. So, I'm not sure if all this stuff comes day one, though. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's really, it's really weird. Like, I don't really understand what they're talking about. Yeah. So, Origin Access is 30 a year. You get a 10% discount on games that you buy if you don't already, if you're not already getting them for free. So, like, yep. I, I really don't know what they're talking about. Like, 
I don't know. It'll be interesting. Not selling it, I guess. It'll be interesting to see more. Like, yeah, I wish it was a little more defined. Like, you get this, the games come out. Mm -hmm. You know, generally here, and it's this much. Um, Right. I don't know. Yeah, I was in the same boat as you. Like you said, uh, like I couldn't really be bothered to care about another subscription plan. You know. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, I already like. So we already have Nintendo's new subscription coming later in the year. Um, I I really don't want to be spending like seven thousand dollars a year on subscriptions and then never buying anything you know what i mean yeah, yeah um, no doubt. and it, again it's another thing where as soon as ea decides they don't want you to have a way out anymore they take it off the store and you can you can't get it um, right right especially if they end up really leaning into it and they, they stop or uh retail releasing games which would be a nightmare yeah that would um, be their way out right so uh get it a way out uh, i don't like that so yeah i really don't uh, like the the potential paths forward that are opening up, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Moving right along, uh, we had a really odd segment um, Mm. where Andrew Renee sat down with, uh, I can't remember who it was. Um, Oh, it was uh, one one of the guys. guys, uh, One of the guys from Respawn. Zampanella? Maybe. That sounds right. Uh, But one of the guys from Respawn, they sat down and she's like, what are you working on? And he's like, Star Wars game. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. Um, And that it's supposed to come out holiday 2019. They didn't show uh, a title card. They didn't Mm -hmm. show a piece of video. They didn't even show an image. Mm -hmm. Um, He just sat in the audience awkwardly and kind of told you about what it was. Um, He went on to say that it's set between three and four in a pretty dark time. And uh, that was about all we got. Nothing else Star Wars, uh, like new Star Wars game, mentioned throughout all of the show. Mm -hmm. That was rough. Yeah. Um, Well, aside from what's already out, I guess. Because immediately after that, they rolled into Battlefront 2. But yeah, so it was kind of cool for them to mention it, I guess. Like, they didn't have to say... They shouldn't have. Uh, I mean, honestly, they probably should have had at least art or something to show, which they didn't. Yeah. Uh, and that was a complaint for a couple other groups as well. But, uh, yeah, they probably shouldn't have done anything. I'm, I'm glad to hear it because um, that kind of implies to me, um, you know, he said Jedi Fallen Order. So we're probably going to be playing with lightsabers. It's probably not going to be a competitive shooter. I mean, this is Titanfall, so there was a real fear of that, right? Right. Um, so I'm really glad that they are going to know you know, a different direction than the studio's done in the past. I also like when a studio gets to branch out and do something new so they're not just making the same game over and over again. Because EA and Activision are both known for locking people into that. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm glad they get a chance to do some el- something else. Um, so, yeah, then Spe- they rolled in. Um, yeah, speaking of the same game over and over again. Yes, Battlefront 2. Um, they, they they're changing how all progression in the game works. That might already be implemented. Because um, yeah, I know they've been working be. on that for a while. Uh, they were bragging about their uh, Han Solo mode that's going to be coming up. Um, mm-hmm. That should all be single player, just just to make a joke out of it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, after that they said uh, this is actually, I think they showed off more of Battlefront or uh, yeah Battlefront two than anything else. It's really weird. Um, they announced that they're going to have a new squad system this summer, which makes teaming up easier. Uh, star a new Starfighter mode that's uh, basically hero mode but with dogfighting. So I don't see why they yep. didn't already have that. Um, yeah. That seemed like a gimme. Yeah. A multiplayer sandbox um, command post and capital ship mission, so kind of like how the original games had. So, again, I don't see why they didn't start with that, but whatever. 
Yeah, it seems like the logical way that you That's what everybody went wanted when yeah. you started the game, yeah. Um, and then they're also adding some uh, Clone Wars content. So he said, you know, everybody was really begging for this shit, so we're going to put in some new maps, some new heroes. Specifically, they announced four new heroes, uh, General Grievous, which is awesome, Obi-Wan, awesome. Count Dooku, uh, Anakin Skywalker, the, the emo one. And then yeah. uh, they also announced the Geonosis map, which I think he said is our biggest map. Um, or maybe yeah. it's the biggest new map. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but yeah, I uh, think I recall him saying. It was yeah, so Geonosis map. is going to be massive. Um, four new heroes, which is a pretty big dump all at once. So that's really cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I think uh, you know we were I mean, that... talking about this during the show too. I don't think that you can save. Um, I don't think you can Battlefront. save Battlefront at this point. I think it's they already missed their window. Yeah. Um, but and this is all, again, like I said, this is all stuff that should have already been in the base game, just considering what it is and what fans wanted. Yeah, definitely should have been. Um, but, like, a lot of it should have been, but I see stuff like, okay, we didn't really focus on Clone Wars, we didn't put General Grievous in the game, let's right. put that stuff in the game, that's cool, I, mm-hmm. I'm into that. Yeah, I agree. Um, but... Yeah, it is. It does beg the question: They, you know, should they move on, or are they doing the right thing by continuing to support this game? That uh, I mean, myself included, that people bought. You know, they might have enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. it just lost its flavor super fast, and then you know, we got rid of it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that, that's a good question. But uh, yeah, moving right along, one thing that was actually pretty pot. Two things actually. The next two things. Mm-hmm. Pretty positive from the show. Uh, Unravel 2 was announced. Yeah. And uh, they showed off gameplay. You are not only just this the single red ball of twine or yarn. Um, the, the, the string has been cut. And now, you know, it looked pretty grim um, until oh. you saw... Well, um, until you saw a, uh, a, a... Like a new character, uh, a blue ball of yarn... And they basically dock. Yeah, they, 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 plug the, they plug their points together, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they plug the red and the blue uh, strings together, and now it is a two-player game, mm-hmm. uh, a, a two-player puzzle platformer, where uh, you have to use each other to distract enemies, get across gaps, uh, and things like that. And it looked really cool. And they capped the whole thing off, the whole gameplay presentation, by saying it's releasing mm-hmm. today. Go buy it right now. Yeah. For twenty bucks, um, hell yeah, that was a really good. That was um, one of the better things that they announced yeah. across the show, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a really cool um, kind of shift, I guess. Um, so again, like, uh, so, yeah. So let's roll on. Um, I, usually, like release todays are kind of bad ideas. But uh, I think in this case it was a good call, because um, otherwise their show kind of would it would have been really rough. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so moving right along, the next thing that was really cool that they announced was a game called Sea of Solitude. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a, an upcoming adventure game um, published by Electronic Arts, and their what, what do you call that? Uh, like indie group that they have. Yeah, their indie label, uh, EA. Uh, Originals. Originals. Yeah, EA Originals. Uh, but you as the player control a, a woman named Kay as she explores um, abandoned uh, like abandoned places, submerged cities, 
um, and you know comes across creatures in order to reveal why Kay herself has turned into a monster. The character actually looks like kind of has like gray skin, um, like demony kind of eyes, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. And the girl that came out and debuted this, she was just she was super excited and and nervous at the same time. Um, yes. it, it was it was really cool to see uh, to see that one out there. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like, yeah, it looks like there's a lot, a, a lot of going on, a lot going on with this adventure game. Um, not only are you like in and out of a boat in uh, like submerged cities, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get out of the boat and you explore, you know, different abandoned locations. I'm not ex- exactly sure on what we're getting with this game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the first time we've seen it, so you know, it definitely can be forgiven. Uh, right. And it's an indie game, so you know, mm-hmm. twofold. Um, it's but yeah, a, everything that we saw looked great. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of um, the uh, the game that has been uh, it's been on like free games a couple times. It was the one where you're um, kind of on a raft going down like an old bayou type. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Shit, it's it's a like a, it's got a cool art style. It's from a studio in Boston. You're on a raft like going down the river, and you'll like dock at certain areas, get off, and it's creepy, and you got your little dog. Uh, it's kind of Tim Burton yard almost. Uh, I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the name of the up. game. I'm digging yeah. it up now, so I'll I'll be back in like two minutes when it's not relevant <laughs> anymore. Cool. Um, and then they jumped into uh, their annual sports games. Um, NBA Live 2019, Madden uh, 19. Um, shit, I can't even remember anything. Well, the NBA was looking kind of cool. It almost looked like they were building towards Street, which would have yeah, blown that my was... mind. That was the one thing that, that yeah. drew me. Like, I remember there was a guy going up for, like, a dunk, and mm-hmm. uh, the character that was going up for the dunk, they would um, cut in different, like, uh, different characters doing the dunk right. from different backgrounds. So it'd be like, this is a street one. This is from, you know, this basketball court. This one's from, you know, this street court, you know, the street court or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, and then Madden had Madden had something new, too, that I don't remember. Yeah. The game I was thinking of was The Flame and the Flood. Oh, okay. So look that up if you need to. Yeah, I, I know that. I definitely know the name of the game. Yeah. But yeah, so um, definitely, yeah. Uh, definitely cool. Um, like these, the sports games. Like, you know, it's not my thing, but I get it. Like every year, people are into that. Um, you know, new people join in and and do the new thing or whatever. So I, I don't have an, I don't have an issue with it. Um, yeah. The, I think like we're I said, the NBA it. actually looks good. Hasn't NBA Live kind of historically been like a shitty? Uh, yeah, it's like the crap version of the NBA games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see what Madden stuff that they mm-hmm. they came up with. Uh, I mean, a ton of improvements, like improved tackling, animation quality, catch improvements. Um, Quarterback signatures and character signatures, uh, user-controlled celebration. Mm, okay. Um, you know, stuff like that. But I don't see anything that's like... I thought there was something that was real big, though. Mm-hmm. Womp, womp. Womp. As you know, we're not really big sports fans, so that's okay. Yeah, it's hard to, um, like, give a shit. <laughs> so, after that... Fan. Yeah. If you're a sports fan, if you like to let play sports know. games, hey, man, let us know. You definitely use... No. Your input. Definitely use input. 
Um, and then next up, they jumped into a mobile competitive game that had everyone really confused. They're so like, here's this gamer that plays RTSs, and here's this gamer that plays RTSs. And uh, it's a game coming out for mobile that we had no idea the entire time they were playing this game. Um, there were two bases, and then there were uh, two spots that you could move units into. Mm. And you want to... Or three spots. Um, okay. Two on the bottom with a missile in between, and then one on top. Hmm. And you're trying to control these points, and as you control the points, the missile uh, in between the two spots on the bottom will start to point a direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to control the spots longest to launch the missile at your enemy's base. It re- turns out that the reveal was Command & Conquer Rivals. Mm-hmm. Um, after a good like 12 to 15 minutes of us going, what the fuck is this game yeah um super annoying wasted a bunch of time on something that they should have just said oh command and conquer rivals you can go ahead and like preload and check this out right now and just Mm -hmm. done like a two second package of it Mm -hmm. it's not like ea doesn't have a bunch of stuff that they could be talking about exactly they wasted a shit ton of time on a competitive mobile game that no one's gonna play right right so that was really rough but at the end, they did kind of end a little strong. Yeah, yeah. They they uh, came out and they said, you know what, we're going to fully double down and show off uh, Anthem. Um, so I guess expected. But yeah, I don't know if this is I don't know if it's new or if it's just like kind of deeper content. But um, we we got to see uh, basically all four of the different uh, suit builds, um, and we learned quite a bit about gameplay. So this is not um, it's not it doesn't seem to be class based. Um, you'll basically swap out your, your character can swap out suits as needed, I guess, before a mission, probably. Um, you have different loadouts to just fit whatever. Uh, and then there's, so there's four different, uh, you know, the, the uh, exosuits are called javelins in games. So there's four different javelin types. You have the ranger, which is like the, the all around, uh, the main one you've probably seen. Um, Yeah. Like the base. Yeah. The Colossus is the big fat boy. Uh, nothing wrong with that. And then the two, uh, newish, I guess ones that they showed off sort of were the interceptor, which is like really fast and, a- and like super. Yeah. Clean. It's an agile, uh, almost mm-hmm. rescue class to help. Yeah. Uh, does... Almost a support rescue. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, the other one was the storm, which is like a wizard or, you know, whatever. It's like the hovering one that's like shooting lightning and shit. Yeah. Um, and the weird thing is, uh, we saw a decent amount of ranger gameplay. We saw a mm-hmm. lot of Colossus gameplay, yep. which the Colossus gameplay was kind of new. Yeah, um, we had seen there. it from we had seen it from afar, mm-hmm. um, but we still didn't see uh, the interceptor or storm uh, in yeah, play. Did barely we? anything. I mean, we saw the uh, storm do that like phase shift thing. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, nothing else. Um, we saw the interceptor in a cutscene flying around, like saving people from attacks. So that's why yeah. we say it's like it seems to be like a support sort of. So um, um, we still don't really know a lot about that, but uh, they showed a, a good little chunk of gameplay. They showed a lot more like world traversal, um, a little bit of combat. The combat looked good. The combat looked great. Yeah, um, I think there's still so many things that they haven't really shown off. Like what mm-hmm. game? What kind of game is this? What are we doing here? Right. Why? Why are we going out and doing these missions? What are we getting from it? Mm-hmm. Um, are we getting experience to level up and level up a skill tree? Are we, you know, finding, uh, new, new pieces and parts salvage so we can make new gear for these javelins? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- no, we still have no idea. Yeah. We, we um, really don't know 
what's going on beyond like a very surface level like oh okay i'm doing this um, yeah like i'm flying around there's cool shit they talked a little bit about the backstory um that was okay. you're, I like yeah, that. you're on a planet where uh like uh, gods stopped creating your planet partway through so there's like tools that these gods used um, i'm thinking like a highly advanced alien race that's going to show up late game mm-hmm. um so there's like these things that are kind of weird and they're messing with stuff and then like mother nature is sort of uh personified in the uh what was it the anthem of creation uh which is like yeah that's the creative force that lets a planet uh exist naturally and then the gods create planets artificially so the two forces are kind of clashing uh, and that's going to be a big motivator for what's going on in the game i guess which is cool yeah that's cool and um uh, yeah we got a release date as well yeah we got that yeah that was the last thing i was going to get to yeah sure um it's the same day as everything else is releasing pretty much uh yeah february Uh, 22nd of 2019 um yeah it's gonna be a busy ass day very busy day actually there's a lot of busy days yeah uh at the end or early next year we uh there's (laughs) there's a problem you know what i mean uh, there are a lot of games coming out early next year. Mm-hmm. Um, the end of January until about, well, until the 22nd, yeah. we're being just bombarded with um, with games. And it's like, how can our wallet even survive? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot. Uh, but looking back at EA Play... Um, Overall, I, I think it was a pretty good consensus for all of us that it was a super weak show. It mm-hmm. was a very poor start to E3. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, I mean, the, the high points were mediocre, mm-hmm. I think, at best, mm-hmm. uh, for their bigger games. Like, uh, like even Battlefield, you know, yeah. it had a high point. And then it hit shit. Anthem had a high point, but what are we doing here? What you know? What's the point? Yeah. What's what's um, actually the goal? Yeah. Battlefield is the same way. Like, look, this thing is already shit, mm-hmm. but you're just kind of polishing it. Mm-hmm. So, um, maybe for sports fans, this was really good with FIFA, NBA Live, and Madden. Yeah. Uh, but I would I wouldn't know. Um, yeah. I think that. Um... Sea of Solitude, Sea of Solitude, and uh, well, Sea of Solitude specifically. Hmm. Um, uh, aside from what, needing more from Anthem to be able to say right. that game looks like it was probably my best of show for EA Play. Hmm. Yeah, it's it is tough. I mean, um, yeah, I, I think Anthem's looking good. It, it gave me a little bit more hope. Um, now that said, there's been some stuff that came out after. Uh, that's not right. good. Like Game Informer has an exclusive Anthem, uh, you know, coverage. They have a tra- they, uh, uh, the cover of the next issue is Anthem, so that's what they're really diving into. And uh, they said that at Bioware they are not doing any romance options in Anthem. That's that's what? fucked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm that's here to bang. Very weird. I'm not here to fight. I'm here to bang. So yeah. I don't like that. Well, they, it's very said, unlike them. Yeah, they said there's going to be a lot of, like, close friendships, and they said we kind of want to stick more to, like, you know, when you and Garrus are hanging out and you're, like, shooting at cans or whatever. Like, they said those are the moments that we think are more powerful. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm trying to spread my, that alien seed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't play Stardew Valley to make a little farm. I'm here to fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just uh... like real life. 
So <laughs> like real life. Yeah, I really don't like that because I, I love to like the, the kind of the some of the debate that goes into like, okay, well, you know, I really like Tally and I want to see that alien face under there. But, uh, you know, Ashley over here is trying to grab onto my dick. Like, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of fun in that. And it's like something that you do consider in real life. So it's something that adds realism to the game. And like, you know, in the like Witcher 3, if you try to uh, if you're trying to bang both Triss and Yen, first off, you can good on you. But eventually uh-huh. they'll, it'll create like a love triangle and they tie you up and like do some weird shit. <laughs> Spoiler alert there. Great game. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, there's, there's some like really cool, like story shit you can do. And, uh, not to mention that you can like play with people's emotions by having a romance character, you know, players get really invested in that. There's an entire genre of, you know, visual novels that's entirely based on horny dudes that want to hang out with a chick. So, or horny horny dads who want to hang out with other dads horny dads just trying to chill with other dads you know what i mean if something weird happens if somebody's (laughs) you know sausage falls in another dude's asshole it's no big deal (laughs) you got to say sausage (laughs) (laughs) yeah i wasn't censoring myself i was just just getting saucy up in here yeah so um, all right you know that's that's kind of odd but i think anthem looked really good but uh, other than that, the show is really weak. In fact, EA Play might have been... It depends. We'll, we'll talk about some more, too. But EA might have been the worst show at the conference, which is kind of a shock. Yeah. Um, from such a powerful company. I mean, aren't they the biggest uh, publisher in the U.S.? Um, I would... Yeah, I would maybe, think Maybe Activision Blizzard's a little... I, I think Activision Blizzard's larger in profit. I think EA's larger in, like, titles released and number of staff. Um, yeah. I know those two are on each other's nuts, but it's it's really odd. I mean, it's just altogether like it, it was a really weird. It was like a terrible start to E3. Um, yeah, it's really unusual. It, it it definitely was, and it was that was, um, you know, that was the first day. Mm-hmm. Right. It was so, not only was it the first day, but it was the only one that day. Yeah. So we saw that like why yeah. they decided to, uh, you know, pop into a, a day all their own. Mm-hmm. For one, and go first, yeah. looking at their lineup, thinking people will be excited for all this. Yeah, is mind blowing. Pretty something. Like, it was definitely something. if you would have, if you would have tucked this in between Microsoft and Bethesda, it would have been, yeah, still bad, but it still would have been nowhere near as like, bad. Yeah, people probably wouldn't have tuned out of your show mm-hmm. quite as fast, knowing that you know, okay, well, if there's I more know, coming, I'm gonna get right. something else. Yeah, right. Um, so, you know, we'll move on to the next day. Um, yeah. We had the Microsoft show that was at 4 p.m. on Sunday, um, and it uh, it delivered. They did exactly yeah. what they needed to. Microsoft, I mean, we had talked about it ahead of time where it was like, you know, Microsoft's in a weird spot. They really need first-party titles. They really need exclusivity. Um, they need to come and, like, they need to show that they're still in the game and they're not just going to wait for the next console, you know? Um, and I think they really did. There was a few things on my wish list that I didn't get, but they just blew me away with everything else that they showed. Um, so yeah, they started off the conference, no chit chat, no just dance. They just came right in and they were like, boom, halo infinite, uh, new Halo game. We did not get really anything on that though. It was, no, we got um, a CG trailer only. Yeah. A quick CG trailer. And then it kind of like pans to like the leg and you see like the helmet, you know, mm. being held in the hand. People in the crowd and start then, screaming. Yeah. And then it kind of zooms out and you see the planet kind of curving up 
Mm. You know, the halo, like, curving up. and Yep, hard to the left. Yeah, Got it. Curving hard to the left. Little uh, and in my pants all, joke there. All the ladies lost their mind. All the single ladies did. So, um, yeah, we really no details on that. It did not say Halo 6 Infinite. Or we're on 6, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah. I'm... Yeah. I have a very uh, negative outlook on how Microsoft does their first party, especially at the beginning of the show here, right off the top of the show. So yeah. my opinion is this is going to be a Halo Battle Royale game. Oh, boy. That's all I'm saying. Because a ring, yeah. you know, a Halo ring world would be the perfect place to have a shrinking field to play, wouldn't it? Yeah. So um, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, all I'm saying is it did not say Halo 6. Maybe they're trying to move away from the 4-5 branding that, you know, kind of hurt the brand, I think. Um, uh-huh. Maybe they're like, hey, we're getting back to core Halo. We're getting back early. We're going back. You know, maybe that's what they're trying to do. Um, but again, it's called Halo Infinite. Um, so I guess check out that trailer. There's really not a lot to see there. Yeah. Right. right. So right off of that, they moved straight on to another first party project. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. They showed a, a, a lot of gameplay and a kind of CG slash gameplay trailer. I mean, it, it was all in-game most likely. Yeah. Um, but there's like cutscenes and then, you know, platformer gameplay. So there's a lot more combat in this one. Um, Ori was kind of using some some cool, like, there was, like, a light bow, and there's, like, some, like, weird, like, laser sword thing you can do. Uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely looked good. Um, it's so, one of those, like, Ori, the Ori games that I, I'm not really familiar with. Ori in so. the Blind Forest was the first one. Um, it's yeah. on Xbox One and PC. It, it was, I never beat it, because I'm just really not into, um, I'm just not into the... I guess, side-scroller, platformer, like, explore-the-world Metroidvania-style games anymore. Um, I was never really a fan, to be honest. I didn't get into the early Castlevania Metroid. It was too early for me. So mm-hmm. I'm really not a fan. So I, I played a little bit of Ori in the Blind Forest. I own it. I wanted to support the developer, so, you know, I bought the game and everything. But uh, so I, it seems like it picks up right off the end, and you keep all your powers from the first game and get new ones. So... It's not like, a, uh-oh, everything's bad again, and you're starting from scratch again, like God of War did twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it looked That's really good. good. I mean, That's the good. art's amazing on it. The environments are, are stunning. Um, so they're, they're sticking with that. The music's really good. Um, yeah, that, overall, that was a pretty good... Um, yeah. That was a, that was a, a good, good way, like a good soft opening mm-hmm. um, after Halo with all right, the questions. With so. Halo having nothing, just, just questions, right? And I'll let yeah. you take the next one, because I know this is going to be big in your heart. Yeah, they and then they just came out uh, came out swinging with uh, Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice, mm-hmm. um, a new, uh, from software game. Which yeah was the from software game where uh, what was it last year? It was like bone and metal, mm-hmm. and it was like twisting, and they were you know saying some like ominous shit, and then you heard like <laughs> a, a snap, yeah, um, and it cut. But we we saw we saw the game, and yeah, like a cutscene and then gameplay. Um, which was kind of crazy. Which was really crazy. Yeah, yeah they were showing off. Um, oh man, they, they they showed off a lot of different things, uh, including this new uh, mechanic that they've thrown in. Uh, it has a basically like a, a grappling hook that is almost um, like mm-hmm. gun style. Like you could you can almost shoot it and then like pull yourself yeah. to it. So it reminds me of like a, like think of something like Just Cause. Mm-hmm. Or Bionic Commando, that yeah, style yeah. of grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's very steeped in like Japanese uh, like ninja samurai culture. Right. Um, but with that kind of kind of the classic um, Dark Souls, like the enemies are are even the regular enemies are kind of like weird. Like they they had kind of bloated bodies and skinny limbs. Um, they're just kind of like yeah. gross looking. And then the the bigger enemies are like kind of demon samurai, like a big fat you know shogun looking dude with uh drinking booze and barfing fire and shit. Yeah, that like like. One of the guys was spitting up bile on a sword mm-hmm. before he attacked, which was really interesting. Right. Poison. Um, Sneeze on your sword to inflict poison damage. Yeah. Well, it turns out the game, of course, is your standard third-person mm-hmm. action-adventure game uh, with that uh, Dark Souls, mm-hmm. uh, you know, esque uh, gameplay. But it takes place in the Sengoku period of feudal mm-hmm. Japan in yep. the late 16th century, um, which is pretty interesting he has of course a prosthetic arm this is the year of the prosthetic arm mm-hmm. um and Robo his arm. goal his goal is to rescue his master mm-hmm. um so very, you know uh, and then traditional very goal. very traditional uh yeah ja- uh, japanese you know he's a uh, a young lord trying to get revenge against or trying to get revenge on his arch enemy yeah, while that's, that's what they master. do that's what they do um, that's how they're used that is what they do and how they're used. Point so yeah, it's coming uh, 2019. We still have yet to hear about that, but uh, very cool. Um, yeah. And it was kind of a was... shock to see it come out, too. Yeah. Um, speaking it, of. There was no lead-in, but speaking of shock, it was just random. We knew that we had something later in the day from mm-hmm. this guy, but they introduced Todd Howard. Mm-hmm. God Howard walks right out on stage. God himself. Modern Howard. Uh-huh. And so, he's like... Basically saying, oh yeah, you know, I was invited over here. Uh, Goddamn, he has a lot of friends over here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hope you guys will join us later. But while you wait, check out this Fallout 76 trailer. Mm-hmm. Brand new trailer. Um, and and, and it, was, it was a good trailer. It was a cool trailer. Uh, yeah. showing, um, showing a guy in power armor mm-hmm. looking at the bombs drop and just getting fucking vaporized. Very real. Like, he just, he saw the nukes coming and he was like, well, no reason to hide. I'm dead. Yeah, he didn't try to hide. He didn't try to run. He just stood <laughs> right in place. Which seemed like he was pretty close to where the um, where the vault is. Where vault seventy. Yeah, it does seem like that. Uh, later on in the trailer, basically what we see is, you know, kind of what we knew before. Um, this vault is, uh, you know, the first one to open. It's 20 years after the bombs fall. Um, yep. you're, you're the first idiots that have to go out in this horrible world. And get irradiated. Um, yeah. And get irradiated and die horribly. So it's, uh, he said it, it's, well, let's save that for the Bethesda show. I mean, they showed off this trailer. Looks really cool. Um, yeah, the trailer basically shows him just standing outside. He gets vaporized. Uh, and as people start pouring out of the vault, you know, they're walking by this armor that, you know, it was his armor. It's just mm-hmm. all that's inside of it now is ash. Right. Um, if, if that, you know, Dirt. left after 20 yeah. years. Um, and, you know, finally somebody, you see people walking by it, not even paying attention. Finally, a guy stops, kneels down, He's and like, then picks it up and puts it yeah, on. I'll take this. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there were some confirmations. Uh, we were. It was confirmed that, was it confirmed during that show? Yeah, it had to have been. That the game, where the game takes place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, West Virginia. He said specifically in the beginning, he's like, we're going to the hills of West Virginia. Yeah. And it's... Um, 
they kind of touched on this in the Bethesda show too later in the day, but uh, you know, West Virginia does have a lot of nuclear secrets. So it makes yeah. sense. Um, a lot of testing facilities. Um, actually, I think there's some, uh, either a processing facility. Uh, I know there's a nuclear plant and, or there was at one point in West Virginia. So, um, a good, a good place to set it for sure. Um, yeah, we, definitely. we got more um, of that. A lot of, on. a lot of hills. Yep. I mean, you, we got a, a, a decent little look just from this small trailer of what to expect coming from the Bethesda show. Mm. Uh, which was just a couple hours after. So uh, we will get back to that, but it was cool to just get that little bit. Yeah. And then uh, moving right along, uh, Don't Nod crops up with a, uh, a new game set in the Life is Strange universe. Yeah, so this is kind uh, of um, sort of a prequel to Life is Strange 2. Uh, yeah. We're not really sure how the structure, if it's going to be two or three episodes or if it's just one. Um, but it's about, uh, it's called, um, Captain Spirit, um, from, from, you know, Life is Strange. Yeah, and, it's uh, the, uh, yeah, the adventure, like, what was it, the, the Amazing The adventure? Amazing Adventure of Captain Spirit. Captain Spirit, like yeah. yeah. So, um, um, you play as this, you know, really imaginative kid, uh, it seems like there's some family problems going on at home that you're gonna have to deal with, and then he will, like, he'll be like, okay, I'm in my rocket ship now. And he's like sitting in the car and like playing around and then the camera will start to shake and then you'll see stars racing by and like his imagination kind of takes over the world. Yeah, um, if you if you saw the uh, uh, fun times with weapons or good times with weapons South Park episode. Yeah. Um, it's a lot like that where they're playing like imagine, you know, imagination and it, you know, you see him dressed them, like it's just a it's kid real. in cardboard. But yeah. yeah, to them it's real. They're wearing you know, metal armor and, you know, mm -hmm. he has a cape and he can fly and shoot, you know, shit out of his hands like mm -hmm. Doctor Strange. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, it looked like it, it was a, it was a good way to, uh, like, break in the action of where we were going. Mm -hmm. You know, we had, uh, we, we had the From Software game, then we had Fallout, and it, instead of continuing to be heavy, we took it to a light place. Yeah. And, uh, and even... More interesting is that uh, this game, either the one chapter or however many chapters it's going to be, um, it's coming out for free on uh, PS4, Xbox One, uh, PC. And it's coming yep. out uh, June 26th. So you just yeah. go ahead and snag it and bag it. Yeah, that's that was big. Um, and I really felt like they said that there's going to be um, a few Easter eggs and hints and even characters mm -hmm. from Life is Strange 2 um, in this. So... You know, being a big fan, you know, you guys should go and pick this up and play through it and pay close attention mm -hmm. in preparation for Life is Strange 2. Yeah. Uh, and then next up, they went back to uh, being hardcore with Crackdown 3. Um, Terry Crews, maybe. This game got pushed back to, like, was, is it January? Uh, yeah, I think it got pushed to January, February next year. I think it's, yeah. End of yeah. January, I think. Which is the same time as everything else is coming yes. out, which is really rough. We had a very um, crowded holiday and post-holiday season, folks. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but they, they showed off some, uh, they showed off some gameplay and you know, like what you can do. Um, and you know, I, I don't have much to compare it to, to mm. be honest. That's yeah. why while we were watching it, I was asking a, more questions than I usually do, mm. um, because I, you know, I had never played Crackdown one or two. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't played the, the other ones. I, I I think I played the demo for Crackdown 2 a long time ago, but uh, it's really just not my thing. It's kind of like a 
it's sort of like if, if Saints Row originally was a, a weird take on GTA, this is like a weird take on Saints Row. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's really not what I'm here for in a lot of ways. Uh, it, I mean, it looks cool from what I've seen. It's kind of that, like, uh, I don't know what you'd call that. It's not cyberpunk, like neopunk, maybe. Um, like futuristic, almost like Tron world, where you're like, everything is like RGB lit. He's like, you're jumping like over buildings and shit. Do you play as Terry Crews or is he just a character in the game? I think you play as, yeah, you play as uh, Terry Crews' character. Terry Crews. Um, which, I'm trying to find his name here. Terry. Um, I hope it's Terry. Terold. Terold yep. Nova, I hope is his name. That's it. Uh, Commander Jackson. Yeah. Um, okay. And he is his the, first name the is whole, Commander. Um. He, he like he controls a whole group of um, uh. What what are they called? He controls a whole organization. Mm. Um. And they're trying to dismantle this like crime syndicate. Mm-hmm. Um. And the game does include a new system known as the Gang Bite Back. Gangs bite back system, hmm. in which a boss or a kingpin's attention can be drawn to the player upon destroying locations uh, and elements that, uh, in ele- you know, in the areas that they like specialize in are right. in. Um, gang members can re- retaliate for uh, actions that are taking place in these areas. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, the game sort they, of like knows. What yeah, that there, there's an AI that knows where your where. Where you are when you're in their district, mm-hmm. and and they hunt you, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's had a pretty crazy, rele- rocky release. It was set to originally release worldwide in 2016, then it was changed to November 7th, 2017, and mm-hmm. then it was delayed till um, uh, an unspecific date, quarter mm-hmm. two or three of 2018, and then it was once again delayed until February 2019. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that's what we're looking at. It's February. Yeah, it's been getting pushed but, a lot, but, uh, you know. But the good news is it's coming to uh, Xbox Game Pass for subscribers right. uh, day one. Right. So hopefully it'll get a chance to kind of, you know, redeem itself sort of in, you know, people's eyes and uh, come in strong when it comes out finally. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was an announcement that Nier uh, Automata is coming to Xbox One. Uh, isn't it a special edition? Like uh, an everything uh, big yeah, it's, edition? It's a, um, you know, the definitive, like, I don't know, game of the year edition or whatever you want to call it. With, it comes with right. everything, all previously released DLC. Um, I don't think there's anything that's going to be PlayStation exclusive, so I think it's getting everything. Uh, I couldn't really tell you, to be honest. But from what I understand, it's just a full version of it coming to Xbox. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I guess, you know, I guess that's good, but there wasn't really anything new. Just mm-hmm. a surprise, here's this. Uh, and then the next one I know you're excited for. Yeah. Um, so we got to see, uh, finally, well, I guess we've seen gameplay before, but we got to see a lot more of, uh, Metro Exodus. Yeah. Um, so they showed, they had a trailer that showed, uh, all in-game from one specific level, what was it, the Volga level, something like that, which, um... Yeah, so they were they were showing a bunch of stuff. There's like a evil religious cult probably that you're dealing with. You know, you got to see your kind of home base train a little bit more. Um, and it seems like people are starting to become afraid of like your train. Um, 
so like you become a symbol, I guess, to the wasteland around the metro, um, which is really cool. I mean, I, I yeah, love cool. everything they're doing with the lore. I mean, uh, we see like a city that controls like a, a lift bridge, um, which is really cool. Uh, the yeah, people surviving in the ruins. Uh, this kind of the get some of the vibes of this cult, and we see the cult leader. Uh, see a little bit of gameplay where you're, um, you know, customizing your weapons, uh, kind of looking around the world, wiping your uh, face mask, which is always something I love to see. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's looking really, it's shaping up really good. And uh, did we get a date on yeah. it? Yeah, uh, I don't think we. Did. I don't think we, we did. Really quick. Um, I think we're kind of still waiting on that. But yeah. uh, very um, cool. Let me see regardless. What we got here. Uh, yeah, just as initial release date, 2019. 2019, so, as expected. Yeah, has a long time. Yeah. Uh, but we keep seeing more every year, which is um, which is cool. And this game is kind of a underrated, mm -hmm. like, series. And this looked like it was a bit more sandboxy than um, the game's past, so mm -hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. It, it'll, be, it'll be cool to continue to see more, and, yeah. Well, next sure. up we got a we got another look at Kingdom Hearts three. Um, this time it was a, a frozen level and a bit of Tangled, um, mm -hmm. showing off uh, some of the the weapons that Sora can get with mm -hmm. some gameplay. He's like skating around, which was really cool. It was like ice skating around with these yeah. um, ice spiked gauntlets, you know, punching and uh, taking out Heartless. Hmm. Um, and then they showed off a bit of Tangled as well. Uh, her using her hair to grapple onto like higher tree branches to swing everyone across uh, like gaps and stuff like that. Um, so that was a pretty good little snippet of gameplay mm -hmm. um, for Kingdom Hearts, which we'll see a ton of times throughout the show. This was yeah. the first time of many. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Kingdom Hearts was at like every show. <laughs> Uh, it really yeah, it was, it was, was some cool show. stuff. Um, Kingdom Hearts is, looks like it's shaping up to be really good. Um, again, that one's coming out uh, next year as well, right? Uh, yes, it's coming out January 29th. January 29th of 2019. Yeah. I can see that possibly getting delayed again uh. a little later in the year. Um, just because that's how Square Enix works. But uh, yeah, we got to see some cool stuff. Frozen level, Tangled uh, levels. Yeah. Uh, we saw a summon with... Um, uh, adult Simba, I guess. Yeah. Uh, doing like a fire blast. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So from that, they rolled right into uh, Sea of Thieves, which we kind of knew was going to be there. Um, so they have two more DLCs coming for Sea of Thieves on top of, you know, we were talking about the roadmap and some of the free stuff they're offering. Um, so uh, we were looking at the Forsaken Shores, which they described as Fire and Ash, Skeleton Cruise, Ancient Evil, and uh, Cursed Sails. So I, don't, I couldn't, they said September. I couldn't tell if they're both coming out in September or if one's already out or what was going on with that. Uh, yeah, they said that some stuff was coming out uh, pretty quick. Mm. Um, uh, let me see roadmap. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna look up their like little roadmap to see what what they're doing and when they're doing it. Mm -hmm. um, Reddit was no help. Well, shocker. Wait, hold on. Let me try again. <laughs> uh <-huh. 
Um, it says, yeah, it just says summer for wow. Crystal Sales and Forsaken Shore. Okay. Um, but we did just get the Hungering Deep. Um, so right. I imagine we'll probably get Chris or we'll probably get, um, uh, the Forsaken Shore mm-hmm. a little, a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of have to, to wait and see how that goes. Um, but yeah, see if these has been some really, really cool stuff. Uh, I'm glad that, um, they're going to kind of stick by it. Um, because, you know, like I said in the, in the past, there's definitely been some issues with uh, Microsoft kind of sitting and forgetting. Um, yeah. So we got a lot more coming. Uh, and then they, they had another Battlefield Five trailer. Uh, they showed off, it looked like they showed off kind of a new level. Uh, it was really brief. Uh, it was called, uh, like, Nordly's um, Adventure or something like that. And it was like a polar level. They had some, like, uh, you know, vehicles driving around in the snow and Kind of like a spooky, like alpine-ish setting. That was pretty cool. Um, and then they rolled into the uh, was it a reveal of uh, Forza Horizon Four? Yeah, that was a reveal. Okay. Um, they they just kind of jumped right into it, showing off uh, uh, a McLaren, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a and and it was super nice. That's the one thing you can't like. Xbox is right now the definite champion of we have pretty cars yeah yeah in games mm-hmm. um so they showed off that it was uh set in britain um there's a you know a, they, they showed off a ton of different like stylized locations as mm-hmm. well as a ton of different vehicles from you know fast street cars to things that are not allowed on the road to even like um off-road vehicles mm-hmm. so uh, pretty, pretty good stuff on that front. They did, um, they did like an open world. They're like, you'll be able to see pretty much everybody as they're playing. So if your friends hop on, right. you could drive by them or, you know, set up and ride with them or whatever you want to do. Um, which was kind of cool. They showed off the seasonal changes, mm-hmm. uh, because Britain of course has seasons and like, uh, Two of them. uh where, where I'm at, but they showed off, uh, uh, I think they started with summer, of course, which is where the game just started. Um, you know, it was bright and it was nice. And um, then they moved into fall where they just dropped leaves on the audience. Uh, we kind of had a laugh about that. Yep. Um, and everything, you know, the palette changes and it looked really cool. Winter, um, the vehicle's mechanics kind of changed. It looked like they were sliding around, struggling a little bit more to control their vehicles. Um mm-hmm. And then they went into uh, spring, and it was uh, bright and lush again. Um, and it was really cool, you know, to see that they're uh, implementing these systems. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about the weather system. Uh, that'll be interesting to see if they, uh, uh, what they have in store for that, you know, whether it be rain or, you know. I mean, we already have snow, of course, but it'll be interesting to see how the snow comes down rather than it just sitting on top of the... Mm-hmm. The ground that you're driving on, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was a really promising game, and uh, all racing fans should be really excited for that. For sure, it's uh, it, it's it's damn good. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of got into kind of like uh, a more business side. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, it, it was kind of like a deeper dive into what uh, Microsoft has going on, mm-hmm. and. It was really interesting. Um, they started talking about labs or uh, uh, studios they've acquired. 
Right. Um, and right off the right out of the uh, gate, they said we've acquired Undead Labs, which is uh, the guys who create um, State of Decay Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they moved on to say that they've acquired Playground Games, who makes Forza Horizon. Right. Um, and then the next one was really, really, really big. Um, they said that they've acquired Ninja Theory, who makes Hellblade. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Um, so that that's a big, uh, you know, the guys at Ninja guess. Theory have some of the biggest and best technology in the business right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a huge get for Microsoft. Um, and then they said they've uh, acquired uh, Compulsion Games, the guys who've created We Happy Few and Contrast. Right. Uh, Contrast being, uh, what was that, PlayStation 4 launch game and ex- mm-hmm. free launch game and exclusive. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty big. Some really big gets. Um, and it's, For sure. Uh, you know, they're, they're setting up to take away from um, Sony. Uh, they're, you know, they're, part of their issue has been first party. And they said, you know what? Fine. I'm going to figure this first party shit out. Um, yeah. So it, now they're doing it. For sure. Um, and then we saw a new uh, Sandhook map for PUBG, mm-hmm. which is, uh, there's, wait, is that one coming out in winter? Um, well, Sandhook is about to come out, I think. Uh, okay, okay. It may have already come out on PC, and they're just kind of bragging about um, having it come to console. Yep. Um, so I think, yeah, they're saying there's going to be a winter map this winter. So Okay, and then, yeah, okay. That's um, like a, a whole separate piece. Okay. Right. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, they moved on. We kind of heard about this one. Um, there's going to be a definitive edition of Tales of Vesperia, one of the Tales of series. Um, that's coming in winter uh, 2018 as well. Um, and then we got something new. Um, they showed off Division 2. Uh, yeah. We, um, we, uh, we learned a little bit about that. It's set in Washington, D.C. And, uh, yeah, we kind of open up on a uh, what looks like uh, a jungle. Mm-hmm. You know, your character is walking through this very lush area, and then it opens up into what looks like a zoo, mm-hmm. where you can go left to go to, like, you know, one area you can go forward to go into. It looked like a gift shop, and you kind of walk through the gift shop to find out on the other the side. Um, yeah, they, on the other side, they found you found that they have a uh, kind of like an outpost mm-hmm. for uh, a bunch of survivors, and um, uh, I think it was from there we actually jumped right into actual like gameplay gameplay where we're seeing the game mm-hmm. running and what you're doing. Uh, he hops over a wall. You see a, a downed plane and some enemies, and then they go and engage. Um, mm-hmm. Several different changes, including uh, like bullet drop, you can see on the side while you're selecting your weapon, um, and more. It, when they start to engage, um, of course, it's that typical nobody plays games this way where they're talking like, like, uh, oh, you got a guy on your right, uh, you know, uh, take him out. At three o'clock. Yeah, and, and it was really like over the top and ridiculous. But um, they did that with the first one oh, as well. Yeah, so it's that typical thing that they do. They showed off like a, a, I think it was they called it a hive mine, where he threw a mine on the ground mm-hmm. and shot out these nanobots, and it just attacked the armor. Yeah, the, the nanobots the like looked around. Like he dropped like a whole like case sort of, and yeah. then um, the case like you know it opened up. They looked around, 
and then they kind of flew over and uh, you know targeted the enemy. Um, yeah, cool. and then they continue to attack this this pack on his back, just like from the first mm -hmm. game, where he'd shoot the the ammo container, I think, on the back of the bigger enemies. Um, they ended up taking his armor off, putting him down, um, and then he shot a flare into the air, and I couldn't see what that signified. I, maybe that it was safe, or yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, the end of combat, or maybe you know, come and pick up the loot from this area now that it's safe. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, but. This all did seem like it was a story-based cooperative, not mm -hmm. Dark Zone stuff, so who knows right. where that's going to come in. Um, and then they looked at, I think it was the Capitol building, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, well, some kind of, you know, it was like Washington Monument was seen. Um, I think we saw a Capitol building. I think we saw some museums and stuff, so. But, yeah, they, like, duck down. They're looking. They see a building off in the distance, and they're mm -hmm. like, are you think we're ready to go do this? And they're like, yeah. Then they just kind of shake off for it, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was some good gameplay. It was a great look. And uh, I didn't think that I would be as excited for that as I was. Yeah, it looks better than um, than I had thought, I, I guess. Um, yeah, it looks it looks really fun. Um, and then uh, we have, we'll have a little more info on that game a bit later mm -hmm. uh, as they announce a few other great things for it, so... Um, so yeah, from there we moved on, and uh, yeah, I kind of teased this earlier, I guess. Uh, the Xbox Game Pass, they were talking about some more features of that. Um, so they said what they want to do is all Microsoft Game Studio games, they want to come out on Game Pass the same day as release. Uh, so that's going to be why they, you know, the way that they're going to try to get you into that. Um, they said that they want to uh, try to have new games added every month to Game Pass. Um, they're going to add in the Halo collection this year. Uh, and then they said they're working on a thing that allows you to uh, download and start games faster using Game Pass instead of having to download the whole thing. That's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, so. so, yeah, they, you know, they went through all of their Game Pass stuff and then moved right on to uh, a trailer for Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. I think that was just a trailer, correct? Yeah, you're I believe so. Yeah. Um, and, oh wait, is that where we got gameplay? I think uh, Squeenix showed gameplay. I didn't think, oh, maybe they did. Um, but anyway, we saw, you know, we saw this, um, this greater trailer that just kind of gave us a little bit more of a backstory on mm -hmm. what's happening. Um, to be honest, with all of the great things we saw, I've kind of forgot on yep. what's happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, they did show it off and then said, of course, that it's coming out September 14, 2018, mm -hmm. uh, which we knew about. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one was a huge surprise for me. I, I knew that they were there, but, you know, I don't think anyone was ex excited as I was for it. Mm -hmm. uh, the guys that, uh, if you've been watching my stream, um, I play Session quite a bit, and those guys got a look on the big stage. Mm -hmm. Um they had a trailer that I'd never seen before, not even in their, their personal Discord. Yeah. Um, showing off the Jersey Banks, the the Red Banks in uh, in Jersey. Mm -hmm. um, and Jersey Shore. Got it. They talked about you know just a few, uh, just like key features. We kind of got to look at all of that, and the biggest thing was let's get more people looking at this game that has five people working on it, mm -hmm. and. I think a lot of people should be excited about it for sure. 
Uh, you know, if you've heard me talk about this game at all, um, you already know why, you know, going catch mechanic, you know, doing whatever you want. It's, it's your own thing. And being backed by Xbox is really good. Um, as of right now, it's a console exclusive uh, mm-hmm. coming to PC and uh, Xbox One. Uh, the date, as far as I know, is sometime late 2019. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, a look into uh, skateboarding making a comeback on video game consoles, which is mm-hmm. great. Yeah, so then they rolled right along and they uh, showed a reveal that they're going to have Black Desert Online come to uh, Xbox. I'm not sure if that's a console exclusive or what. It is available on Steam right now. Um, I'm not sure if it's ever going to be on PS4. So, you know, it's kind of unclear. Microsoft's always kind of shady with how they describe these. Um, and then right after that, they uh, they premiered, um, and I guess a new announcement, uh, they showed off the next Devil May Cry game, Devil May Cry 5. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Like, while we were watching, uh, for a, a split second there, we're like, what are we looking at? Mm-hmm. Like, You're I, kind I of had guessing. no idea. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, sure enough, it was Nero riding shotgun with this girl we've never seen before, but she looked really, really cool. I mm-hmm. uh, had a very unique look to her. Yeah. And uh, there's just tons of demons on the road, and he... I think they hit, like, a ramp or something, right? And it sends them into a corkscrew. Mm-hmm. And he jumps out of the vehicle and runs around the vehicle while just dispatching tons of demons on the way. Oh, Slides yeah. back in his window and sits back down. Um, they go through this whole thing. They show off some gameplay of what, you know, what what it looks like. It looks a lot like you'd imagine a Devil May Cry game to look. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, you know, it says Spring 2019 uh, with their Devil May Cry. Uh, which that van had a big devil may cry neon sign on the side of it. Right. Yeah. That's how they were really, the title. Really weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then at the end there was, a um, someone coming from a di- really far distance mm-hmm. driving a motorcycle super fast. And as it gets closer, you notice it's Dante. Yep. Um, so Dante is coming back in some, uh, some capacity, some, some capacity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly what, but, um, yeah, that was a really, really cool um, mm-hmm. surprise for the show. Yeah, that was it was definitely cool. Um, it was cool to see. Uh, and then they rolled off right off of that. I mean, you know, already exciting. Uh, straight into, you know, you could see as soon as it started up, you knew for sure it was going to be some Cuphead content. So yeah. um, Cuphead is adding a delicious last course, uh, some more levels, some more bosses, um, you know, everything you could want, essentially. Um, right. And that is coming um, at some point in 2019. Yep. Hey, and did you mention that they add, they're add they adding a newer character? Yeah, yeah. there is a new character yep. uh, called Legendary Chalice. Yep. Which is... That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it looked like a female, uh, mm-hmm. female cup. Right. So, um, I guess a little bit more coming for um, Cuphead. Yeah. Which just, I think we all need more Cuphead. For sure. To Cuphead is all. I mean, it's just amazing. Everything about it's amazing. Um, and then up next, they showed uh, a, a really cool looking, uh, mm. almost Legend of Zelda style game called Tunic. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts with a tiny fox uh, in this really blocky, almost Minecraft looking world. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he has like the green link tunic on and, mm-hmm. you know, picks up a sword, starts going to town on some of these enemies. Um, it actually looks like a. 
actually looks like it'd be a cool little game to pick up for the right price. Yeah, for sure. Um, it was really, it was really interesting looking. Um, and yeah, one guy developing it lives in uh, Nova Scotia. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's nuts. <laughs> so, uh, from that we moved on, um, they announced it was a Bandai Namco property and then they were showing off some, you know, kind of like anime inspired world. It was, it was, you know, kind of like mysterious what it was. And then you see, uh, what was it? Monkey D. Luffy from One Piece. You see some Naruto shit going on. You see uh, some Dragon Ball shit going on. And then all of a sudden they're like, dude, this is Jump Force. It's a, you know, big uh, 3D open combat uh, game with yeah, fighting a bunch game of, from a bunch of uh, Shonen Jump properties. Right. Uh, basically everything that uh bandai namco owns pretty much um right after the title card where it says jump force and uh i even even like i was like damn that looks cool mm-hmm. um at the end they kind of pan out and you just see the uh the kid and the demon from yeah white and uh Ryu. He, i know the kid there's like demons always eating an apple yep i, I don't know much about it maybe, but maybe yeah they, <laughs> Yeah, they were just looking down uh, at the battlefield, so it's like uh, a pretty new cool. combatant enters. Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then, just moving right along, they jump into um, a setting that looks familiar, and we're like, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know, w- you know, what's kind of happening? It's kind of running through this world. Um, and then it uh, kind of breaks and shows that it's Dying Light 2. Yeah. Um, wow. Cool. That that one was really cool. Um, they had, uh, what's his name? Chris Avalon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris Avalon, uh, um, famous from, um, yeah, he's, he's really well known. I think he's worked with, uh, a lot of, um, like larger RPG projects. He worked with, uh, Obsidian, um, in the past. So, uh, uh yeah, he's known for, um, yeah, it looks like he's known for Fallout 2, Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some, some of those, some of those kind of games, which, um, might not translate, like gameplay might not translate to Dying Light 2, but right. he knows settings like He that. knows setting, he knows world, he knows story. Right. So, um, so it looks like, uh, like you're in a, the modern age, but it's kind of gone dark. Mm-hmm. Um, a little so, medieval. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of went back to more of a primal focus. Uh, and it looked like there were two, uh, like two main groups. Well, they showed off um, two factions in the game. He said there's a ton of factions in every faction every, decision yeah. that's going to change the landscape. It's going to alter how the game's going to play out. So, yeah, so they're really like they start showing these guys called the peacekeepers, and they're kind of like the um, law and order guys. The law, and, yeah, the the heavy justice will protect the streets. Mm-hmm. Will help you. For a price, of course, um, and they show what happens when you side with them. the The landscape changes. They have like bigger towers. The streets are safe, um, but uh, and, and I think even water is running uh, mm-hmm. like throughout the streets. Like you can like go get a drink, which makes it easy. Uh, but if you're not with them, that means you're against them, and that mm-hmm. makes things pretty rough. Uh, so that was one of the choices if you decided to kill these guys that were offering you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you decide to go with them, uh, crime r- runs a little rampant, but the water also belongs to the people, um, and anybody can come and go. 
and it looks like more of a uh, like a bandit hideout is the way the landscape changes, um, which is kind of interesting. Uh, it, it's interesting to see if they're going to bring choice to the game. Um, one of the bigger things that uh, made me wonder is uh, we didn't see anything of more than one person playing the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. We didn't see any so, uh, multiplayer, so... So it, it would be... It, like, if they would have shown that, it would have been like, holy shit, like, we can do all of this together. Um, but it just kind of changed to, it feels like maybe a single-player thing. Uh, we don't know if they're shifting focus or mm-hmm. what the plan is. So, yeah, it's kind of that's something. remains to be seen. Yeah. And then they... <laughs> finally, we can get rid of this stupid joke. Um, yep. uh, hey, yeah, I was just calling to see if you guys had Battletoads on PS4. We do! Uh, and there's a fuck you click um but battletoads is supposed to be coming to uh of course just xbox that would be an exclusive i imagine um in 2019 sometime uh the little graphic that we saw it looked like it was kind of classic Mm -hmm. um they you know classic art style and then of course uh it it said couch co-op and all of that jazz so you know you can play this with you know ton of people just on one console which mm-hmm. is always kind of cool i always support that couch co-op style stuff yeah um and then uh we got a look at the spoiled just cause 4 uh that we knew was coming out yeah um and their wonderful hurricaneado that is constantly streaming around their uh nothing wrong with uh, that. their island um, yeah, they have this like tornado hurricane that's just ripping shit to pieces. Um, and the island has to like, from the way that they're talking about it, it has to kind of like compensate mm-hmm. for things that happen. So if you blow something up, the people in the area, you get to leave, but those people have to fucking deal with it. Right. Um, and the same thing goes for this like hurricane tornado. Um, you know, it, it'll rip up people's homes and then you, you can go back to an area and it could be wiped out by a hurricane. Mm-hmm. Um, so their engine system with the Apex engine is damn impressive. It looks so good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we got to look at that. And then, of course, we got a release date, December 4th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Not bad. It was pretty cool. Um, so yeah. from that, they kind of rolled along, and uh, they had two kind of like shock announcements, and then a sort of an expected announcement. They had three Gears of War titles that they announced. Uh, so we'll get yeah. through the ones that we didn't really get any details on and jump right to the meat. Um, so yeah, first they announced, and this was a true nightmare, waking nightmare. Uh, oh yeah. Gears of War Pop. So like the Pop vinyl minis that I'm sure everybody knows of if you've ever walked into a GameStop. Um, yep. It was a Gears game with those as your characters. It apparently is coming out on mobile. Um, so expect that in 2019. Go ahead. I'm sure people are sprinting to go pre-register for that. Um, after that, they announced a turn-based uh, Gears of War tactics. Uh, that, that actually looks interesting. Um, so, you know, it's like moving people around in a turn-based uh, you know, format, hiding behind cover, targeting an enemy, using abilities, doing overwatches. Um that looked that looked a little interesting, and I don't think we yeah, got any more details on that. Um, no, I mm-hmm. don't think we did. It was just kind of like, here it is. That's what it is. Yeah. All right, moving on to the big one. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then they yeah. moved right along, and they announced uh, Gears of War Five. Um, yeah, um, the the game follows uh, 
uh, and, and it's your standard Gears of War game, but mm. uh, the player, the character, will be playing the character uh, Kate Diaz, um, which is followed by uh, Demont Walker Dell, um, and it seems that uh, uh, Marcus seems to be off on his own mission mm. in this uh, in this whole thing, and in the cinematic, she seems to be dealing with the death of of someone. Mm-hmm. Um, she's struggling with this air, you know, I, I think, uh, in leaving this area that they're in, um, because it looks like the people are just kind of being killed off one by one. Right. By something. Um, so it, it was kind of interesting, uh, not only getting like, it's almost like a, a slight passing of the torch, like to this mm-hmm. new character, mm-hmm. um, which is a really good way to go. And it being a female character makes it really interesting, too. We could just, you know, a new take. It's not just like, I'm this badass motherfucker that's about to shove my boots up your asshole. Yep. Um, you know, you, you get you get more of a uh, a lighter touch to it, but I think, you know, kind of like that Tomb Raider feel, comparing, uh, a, like, Uncharted to Tomb Raider. Yeah. You know, like, Nathan, it, you know, he's, he's comedic and stuff, but Laura's mm-hmm. just as, like, hardcore as he is. More hardcore. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Some would argue. Um, yeah, so uh, after that, you know, Microsoft was getting ready to close their show. Um, they kind of moved along, and they were talking about they, they've created a specific division to work on AI that they'll be able to just put into all first-party games, uh, kind of advanced yeah. enemy AI systems, uh, AI, stuff like that. Um, they said they have cloud engineers working on a mobile, uh, like kind of putting games in the cloud, Um doing like streaming, they want to make uh, console quality mobile games. And, uh, yeah. which is, you which know, it not... seems like a lot of people are kind of starting to push for that. Did they um, say they had uh, like a, a thing that they could test on the floor? Uh, yeah, they did there. Um, they probably have yeah. dedicated mobiles and, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so people can play they with. probably have a dedicated video that, or something that we can check out. Yeah, we'll, we will in the future be able to see that hopefully. Yeah. Um, and then they said uh, they are already having their engineers work on uh, the new, <clears throat> excuse me, and work on the new uh, Xbox console, which is, which is not no great surprise. to hear. It's uh, no surprise, but it's, really it, it's almost like we don't need to bring that up. Yeah, I really don't want to think about that. <laughs> yeah, don't don't put that in our mind yeah. because that kind of starts to mean like, look, we're closing mm-hmm. down on this gen, and you still want us to pour a ton of money into it. Yeah, um, I, yeah, all this stuff they announce, and it's like, oh, and by the way, that's all going to be trash in a month. It's like exactly. Well, and then right before they closed the show, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess my gut instinct on where this would crop up was right. It was the such a good way to close the show. Oh, yeah. Um, I show off CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077. Mm. It was really uh, good. The video starts with um, uh, like a black screen. It looks like someone's doing like almost some programming. It's like mm-hmm. logging up some stuff. And uh, it says CD, and all of the all of the type is in red. Mm-hmm. Um, and the password was red it, as well. And it and it runs, yeah. It said CD. It was like the login, and the password was red. Mm-hmm. And it runs down all of these codes, which turned out to be codes for uh, Witcher Three, yeah, three, uh, and three DLC. For, for Witcher uh, Three, yeah, literally the complete edition yeah. for Xbox. It's really cool. Um, which is really cool. And uh, after that, it kind of cuts into, uh, like, we see a map on a train station of mm-hmm. this place called, uh, what was it, Night? Night, Night City. City? Bitch. Um, which, Night City is the, like, is um, 
the main setting. Uh, the main city in Cyberpunk's lore. Right. Uh, and, part you of the know, free state of, of Northern California. It, it kind of turns to this character, and he it follows him as he's running down the subway, and he looks out, and then you get a good look at what Night City looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's damn good. Um, yeah. I mean, you see... Like tons it's of amazing. high skyscrapers and you know, like ton- neon signs, it you know it's all there. When you think of something like when you think something cyberpunk, mm-hmm. like a cyberpunk city, that was that's it. pretty much what you what you get. Right. Um, we get to see a bunch more, a bunch of people with um, different like uh, bionic augments in their face and in their arms and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think one of the things, like, we rewound this trailer. I think we probably watched yeah, it. Yeah, like, I watched it like a million times. 50 yeah. times on the stream. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, some of the cool things, like, they, they showed cars driving on the streets, and then a car swoops down and then goes up over this, uh, it looks like a, like a tram rail. Yeah. And uh, just a flying car goes by, you know, I guess, you know, like you signifying, like, look, there are different classes here, and mm-hmm. we're probably going to have to definitely deal with that. Yeah. Um, they cut to a taxi. Uh, the taxi scene was great. Yeah. Uh, just a bunch. There are three, uh, uh, like three fully uh, robotic gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen. A fuck ton of guns mm-hmm. in this cab, and it's like they have like signs in the cab that say like safety must remain on in your cab. It has like a rating for the cabbie, and they had rated him one star. <laughs> The cabbie had a gold tooth. It, it, had, it was all good. It was all great. It was. It was. That was all. All good. Yeah. Um. And then it cuts to uh right outside of what might be a movie theater. It had like a big sign that mm-hmm. had like a a poster for a movie of just someone kicking two people or three people. No, two people kicking the shit out of one guy while another guy watches. Yeah. Um. And uh, it all kind of came to a came to a close with um the main guy we saw on the train getting mm-hmm. in this. Uh, getting in this car almost reminded me of uh, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yeah, it was kind of that. It was that kind of retro seventies, eighties looking vehicle. Yeah, it had a very interesting shape. Mm-hmm. The tail lights kind of lit up from the bottom as yep. bars. Um, and he starts driving, and he looks in the mirror and sees that something a very large vehicle is following him, and he fucking guns it and drives off into the sunset. And that was pretty much what we got, but that was more than enough. It was amazing. See that? Like, that was, it was a speechless moment for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was so good. So, um, yeah, that one, that one was really, really fun. Uh, We had uh, on that stream, it was um, myself, Phil's record and Ed, and then joining us for the after show was Snoozy for the Mm -hmm. first time. Uh, and we got to just basically dissect everything, digest everything that we saw, run through basically this whole list, and then uh, continue just talking about cyberpunk for the next, like, mm-hmm. 40 minutes. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, but yeah, all in all, uh, best in show for me was definitely cyberpunk and session. Mm-hmm. Um, just seeing session in, yeah. in that. And that, man... And there's so much more, though, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can't forget uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And you can't right. forget um, just all the activities, uh, uh, like all the companies that Microsoft acquired. Yeah. That was nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, Dying Light 2 was really amazing. 
but it was just swept right under the fucking rug with yeah. everything else here. Yeah. Um, so overall, as compared to the last show, as, as compared to EA, mm-hmm. this was an like an A plus plus show. Yeah. Yeah. It was as good as it can get, and it maybe it just seems like much better because of the other oh. one being such shit. Right. That's but damn, this was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm like uh, insanely pumped. Um, yeah, I mean, this almost sold me on just going to buy a console. But yeah. as we were watching, as we were watching, you know, the ones that were console exclusives are things that I'm not going to be right. too interested in. You know, like Halo Infinite, Forza Horizon, Gears. Uh, Gears. I'm not going to be too interested in those. Um, Session. I'm going to. Like, I already have it. I've been playing it for six months on PC. Right. Right. Um, you know, and that's, I already have my, hmm. uh, backer kit, you know, set to give me the game on PC. So I, I don't, I'm not going to change that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, um, I mean, Xbox did exactly what they had to do. What they had to do was yeah. come out and show that they're still in the competition they're still in the race. And they, they exactly did that. Um, it was really a great show. And I mean, they're, uh, Technically, it was really good. They showed off a lot of uh, cool new games. They showed off a lot of exclusives. They showed off a lot of uh, world announcements. Um, so it was. It was yeah, awesome. they had. I mean, they had. Uh, man, even the people that they had on their stage, from uh, mm. like Chris Avalone to yeah. uh, um, God Howard over there. Right. Uh, I mean, everything was good. The pacing. Uh, it didn't feel slow really at all. It was just like game after game after game after game, and that's yeah. exactly what they had to do. I think my only complaint is, was it too much? Yeah, um, yeah. it's possible. Could these could these games have been a, like some of these games, like Devil May Cry Five, like um, Dying Light Two? Could they have benefited from being on another stage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I feel like they almost true. after going through and looking at these other games. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think uh, they could have made it on the other big show stage mm-hmm. because the other big show was doing its own thing. Yeah, which we'll get into later. Yeah, but yeah, overall, I mean, it was just amazing. A lot of great stuff. We had new games, we had DLCs, we had announcements, we had teases. Um, lot. It, it had everything. Yeah, it certainly did. Um, so yeah, that one was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then later that night, we. Uh, uh, gathered together again right around uh, mm-hmm. 9 p.m. to ready up for our pre-show for the 9.30 showing of the Bethesda Showcase. Right. Um, man, it started off a little slow. Yeah, Bethesda, um, well, it was it was interesting at least. I mean, they know how to throw a party. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. So they had... Uh, well, their uh, stage, first of, first of all, was set up as this... Uh, Oh, like this pill shape in uh-huh. the middle of completely surrounded, like a fucking WWE like ring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like we were getting ready to watch Andrew W. Case throw down against God Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it had like a full wrapped banner around the top that had screens on it. Right. I think mm-hmm. uh, seats everywhere, and they just kind of walked out and you know, pan, you know, like uh, did all their talking to. All sides, which was kind mm-hmm. of cool. You know, they turned around a lot. Yeah. Um, and they just jumped straight into a Rage 2 trailer. Yeah, so they did a new uh, Rage 2. Or was it the same Rage 2 trailer we've seen already? I'm not... 
I couldn't really tell if it was new or if it was familiar or what. That might, you know, out of the gate, it might have been that original trailer. Mm-hmm. And then we got an extended look after the performance. Right. So yeah, then they had a they had a the the main song, I guess, um, uh-huh. was played by Andrew WK, which apparently it was in real life as well. Yeah. Um, so it, it was actually a WK song. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, he's a cool guy. And then uh, yeah. yeah, after that, always, always wearing white. He's nobody wearing in the white. Uh, nobody in the crowd was like into it. It's kind of weird. No. Yeah, it was it was crickets in the crowd. Yeah. Like I was excited to see it though. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, so they they rolled after that. They started showing some more uh, some new rage stuff, some gameplay. It looked like um, the gameplay was exciting. It was you know we sat through the trailer we had already seen. We had mm. sat through Andrew WK, which was fine. But it's cool. I, you know, it's the kind of stuff that I don't exactly prefer to start with. Mm-hmm. I guess it was a ju- it was um, basically like a just dance opener. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then we got to that gameplay and that extended look. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the extended um, look had um, it had a uh, like a rage mode uh, where you could kind of seem to know where your character was like literally roiding out and like raging out, like raging you know, Cajun. He was a raging Cajun. Um, yeah. So apologies to all of our Cajun fans. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it was really cool. I liked it a lot. Um, kind of some, some cool new shit. Um, yeah, they, they, they showed off um, the glaive, which was really cool, and mm-hmm. they showed off a, um, it was like a shot that this gun had that pulled everything, like a singularity, mm-hmm. it pulls everything to the center, Yeah, uh, which was really cool, and it's not just people, it's, it's items and stuff, like a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and like three guys just jammed into this like space next to this container. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, just smashing them. And then the character's tossing this glaive into the mix. Mm. Um, it's like a three-sided boomerang that's just cutting people's legs off and stuff. He's sticking out um, he's going through. He's going through shotgunning people. And then it cuts to this this raider up on top of this, this container. And he's yelling with his gun in the air. And there's a, a small monitor next to him, like for uh, an old like uh, computer monitor. Right. And it starts playing this fucking commercial for um, you know the the fish um, that when you would walk by it, it would start singing, mm-hmm. and it was one of those. But it was a head of a uh, of one of the bigger monsters uh, in the game, and um, that was good. And, and it starts telling you that you can buy it. It's uh, one hundred and nineteen ninety nine, mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. I think the raider ends up kicking it out and then getting uh, uh, a rocket flies up there and just blows yep. that entire area up. Fucking game over. Yep. Um. Yeah, that it, it was. It was a cool trailer. Um, and then they announced a collector's edition. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, it's supposed to be coming out spring twenty nineteen. I think. Yeah. Do you think that collector's edition has that singing head? I pray that it has that singing head. Let me actually check that out. Uh, it was really tough. Like every time they announced anything, the entire like every stream collapsed. Every website broke. I mean. Uh, yeah, it, it was, was really rough. hard to. It was really rough. It, yeah, it was super hard to get in there. Uh, let's take a look-see here. Oh, boy. Um, the Rage 2 Collector's Edition comes with a collector's poster. The Doom BFG mm-hmm. Super Weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas okay. Lane Armor and Settler Pistol. Uh, Mutant Monster Truck Skin Wasteland Wizard Cheat Code. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. Um, 
Rise of the Ghost Expansion Exclusive Mission Cult it, that's called Cult of the Death God. Um, and then something that just says Battle Standard. Uh, comes with a steel book and the Ruckus the Crusher talking head. Mm-hmm. Wall mountable. That's beautiful. That is yeah. beautiful. It's a good looking <sighs> collector's edition. Um, the price on it, according to Amazon, is literally one nineteen ninety nine. What they showed off on, um, uh, what they showed off on at E three, and the release date is December. It says December thirty first. Looks mm-hmm. like it's a placeholder. Mm-hmm. Huh? Cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, they they scrolled along and they uh, started talking about some shit I didn't want to hear about. Um, <laughs> they're overhauling uh, the Elder Scrolls Legends. Uh, the card game. Um, so basically, they're going from a. Uh, they're actually changing developers of like who's in charge. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's, that, that was kind of interesting. It's, it's releasing on consoles later this year. Uh, still, should all be free to play, right? Um, uh, yeah, I would imagine. So uh, the the problem with their game is it like it's slower than any other card game because mm-hmm. it takes you so long to get the ability to get new cards or do mm-hmm. things. So it's like, I have a shitty, you know, I have shit cards and everyone else already has better cards because they paid for them. You know, why am I even trying? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's what I um, Yeah, that was, that, that was kind of interesting. Um, after that, they announced uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, they were showing off Somerset a little bit. They talked about some player stats. And then they said uh, they're bringing a Wolf Hunter uh, free DLC that's going to come to the game, and a Merkmire DLC that's set in Black Marsh. And the Wolf Hunter is all uh, uh, like and werewolf. Right, yeah, yeah. It's they, kind of like the, uh, what was the DLC for Skyrim that was like that? The, uh... Ah, shit, I don't know. Yep, that one. So, um, yeah, it's like the companions, cool. mi- the companions mission. Right. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're bringing some of that cool shit. Um, again, Elder Scrolls Online, not really my thing, but it's cool that they're continuing to support it and continuing to add new stuff. You know, they've been doing sure, it for yeah. years already. So, um, and then they uh, they actually revealed uh, Doom Eternal, which is Doom set on Earth. Um, yeah, it's a Hell on Earth um, hell sequel yeah. to Doom. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Uh, it's going to be interesting to. I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get a heavy Duke Nukem feel mm-hmm. with it being set on Earth. Um, but yeah, like that was pretty cool. We didn't get too much. We saw a little bit of uh, like a really short teaser for it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they uh, slid right along into Quake Champions, uh, which was more stuff that we were like, okay, you know, it was just like a uh, a thing showing off some new character, some of the characters, and what you can do. And they're like, you know, go pick this up; it's free right now. Um, mm-hmm. So then there was that. And then they went into Prey, which I know you're excited for Prey. Oh, yeah. So they, they uh, talked about the... Uh, there's a, So there was a free update that night. Yeah. So that's happened already. Um, basically just, uh, what was that? Adding a little bit of, uh, you know, bug fixes. Just making the gameplay a little smoother. A couple, probably some... Did they do a, fixes. a new game plus? Um, I think they did add in a new game plus. I think that was part yeah, of Yeah, let it. me look that up while you're... Um, I know they were talking about new game plus. Uh, so then they kind of teased the Moon Crash DLC. Um, which is going to be a, um, what was it? A, uh, it's, cha- it's different each time. So somewhat procedurally generated, um, kind of survival challenge level. Uh, I really didn't like that. Yeah. 
So um, it's, it's, I guess it's Bethesda saying, you know, here's how we keep the shit marketable. This is what people want. So that kind of sucks, but, you know, somebody will get some enjoyment out of it. It's really not my thing, the trials thing. Um, and then they also announced something that's a lot more interesting to me, a Typhon Hunter mode, which is a hide-and-seek. Um, so there's one player who's whipping ass and uh, five players who are playing as mimics. Um, but, you know, as a mimic, you can turn into anything. So you're going to turn into an innocuous item. Players running around whipping shit with their wrench like an idiot. And then you're going to pop out. You and hopefully a couple other people are going to pop out and try to kill them. Um, so that seems really fun. So um, the base game received that free update with two new modes, Story and Survival. Mm. Um, the story is for players who might have struggled with Prey's uh, tough difficulty or simply want to explore and experience the ending. Survival, meanwhile, mm -hmm. adds a trauma system and other difficult mechanics for veteran hardcore players. Right, right. So if you fall off a balcony, for instance, or get hit by an alien... Uh, Typhoon, you might break a leg or start to bleed out. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. That's what it was. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Not bad. Um, again, not really something for me, but uh, something that'll keep the game alive and going. So that's you know, didn't really see anything of Dishonored. So you know, anything that can keep the studio up and running is something I'm a fan of. Um, so yeah, after that, they actually announced a new uh, kind of co-op focused Wolfenstein. Was it a new game or was it like a standalone? Uh, expansion or what? I imagine it'll be a standalone little expansion. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what we're looking at here. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, you know, if, if it will be a standalone expansion or, you know, they, they might just, I, I don't know. Just in the past they've done, especially when it's like the name of the game with a title, it's always been almost standalone. Mm -hmm. um, but Wolfenstein Youngblood Yep. Uh, Young blood. A, a co-op experience where you play as sisters. Uh-huh. The uh, DJ daughters. Just, yeah, it's uh, DJ Boss with yep. uh, daughters in the future. Um, just nothing wrong. With twin that. twin daughters fucking shit up. Mm -hmm. I should say. Um, that was that date twenty nineteen. Uh, sometime in twenty nineteen, we're gonna hear more. Uh, there's also a Wolfenstein experience. Uh. Cyber Pilot VR game. Um, right. I'm not sure when that was supposed to come out, but uh, you know, I do. I, I do know. Yeah, you do get to um, pilot some of the uh, bigger machinery in the game, including that. I'm not mm. sure what that uh, like mechanical dog that has a flamethrower in its mouth. Did you say dong? Dong. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, yeah. Go yeah. On. Do, do you know what that thing's called? Absolutely not. Yeah, I know uh, you played the game. So like, maybe something honed. Panzerhund. Yeah. yeah, Panzerhund sounds good. Um, and, I, and I saw some gameplay of that, of it just running around, uh, charging and biting, and especially using that fucking flamethrower, just eliminating everything. Mm -hmm. um, which was cool. Uh, and then up next, uh, <clears throat> we finally had uh, Todd Howard come out on stage. Mm -hmm. um, he starts, you know, yammering on about all the usual bullshit how we want uh, Skyrim on a new... Yeah. Uh, something new. Uh, and then he shows a trailer for Skyrim coming to Amazon Alexa, uh, which the trailer stars uh, Keegan-Michael Key from Key and Peele. Mm-hmm. Which was Nothing really cool. wrong with that. Um, and he's like, 
Yeah, it was basically uh, Alexa load Skyrim, it loads Skyrim, your level, blah, blah, blah. And you see a mountain in front of you. He's like, climb that shit. <laughs> and he's screaming Foos Roda in the living room, and it's not picking up what he's saying. I said Foos Roda! And then he ends up taking all the shit on his table and throwing yep. it onto the floor. His and wife walks in, and she's like, uh, what was that, honey? He goes, oh, that um, that's the command that uh, you know blows blows all the stuff away. She goes, mm-hmm. is there a command that uh, picks all that shit up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's so> <laughs> I haven't reached that level yet, hon. Uh, it was very funny. There was one. There was one thing in there that he said that was just oddly sexual. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it goes up. No. I am sworn to carry your burdens. And he goes, and he goes oh. mm. <laughs> <laughs> So it was, was basically good. just a commercial of them making fun of themselves. And then it turns out they brought that shit to Amazon Alexa, so you can go download. Yeah, it is. It does Alexa. actually exist on the Alexa in some form. I don't know what it does. I, I didn't get a chance I to play, never, with, play with it last I, yeah. night. It was amazing. Um, but it was really good. Um, and then after that, he finally got into um, Fallout 76. Hell yeah. Um, which is what kind of we were all here for. There's plenty of other things we're here for. But this was the one that we knew about. Hmm. So not only did we open with part of that trailer that we saw uh, at the Microsoft stage. Yep. Uh, they just get right up into gameplay um, and start talking about uh, uh, Reclamation Day um, players and what's happening. And it is an open world uh, mm. multiplayer, always online experience. Um, and and that's not to uh, like push people away. You can also set up your own private server. You can play by yourself. Um mm. That's cool. Um, but if you'd like to play with your friends, you can set up a server for you and your friends. You can jump into an open server where you can play with just other people that are being dicks to each other. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what really, it, from the way that everything sounds, these dedicated servers will be open to doing whatever you'd like to do. Yeah. Um, but it looks like a standard Fallout game. There's no, mm -hmm. I didn't see anything that led me to believe that it was not our standard, uh, uh, almost Fallout 4 looking game. Right, yeah, it was not, um, you know, it didn't open up and look like Elder Scrolls Online, for example. Right, right. Uh, which, you know, um, it's, it's a good-looking game for what it is, but it doesn't hold shit on even Skyrim, which is an old game. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, and they, they, they start playing with, uh, like, what you can do, um, talk about, um, they called it softcore survival. Mm -hmm. Um where you don't have to worry about how much you eat or how much you drink, uh, which I imagine, well. which I imagine would will be a thing if you have like inside of the um, server options, you'll be able to like maybe toggle that on and off, like several other survival games do. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, maybe something for the future. I'm not sure. Right. Uh, but they start going into building and what you know what it could be like you and your friends running around uh, building your compound that you'd like to call home in this uh, mountainous West Virginia region, mm -hmm. um, and they start going into even some other smaller things, just some things that were exciting, like they dove into the West Virginian lore of uh, like fables of things you know like mysteries and things that aren't necessarily real in the area. And they start mm -hmm. showing off enemies that are based on those, like a giant sloth. Um, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's kind of like if you think of like the Jersey Devil or uh, a Chupacabra or Mothman or, you know, all those crazy mm -hmm. like lore fantasy uh, things that some people believe are real. 
Um, they they put real. some of those some of those in the game, um, which is cool. And then you know they show off. Maybe you'll come across uh, uh, another group of people if you're playing in an open server with your friends that aren't so hospitable, and they show some PvP. Uh, you know, people just fighting other people. Um, you. I believe can take some of the stuff that they have as well. You earn bottle caps for killing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they start talking about just one of the craziest fucking things. Uh, it, it kind of backs out and shows Todd Howard and he's like, and then we wondered what would happen if we put nukes in the map. Mm-hmm. And they've put um, launch codes uh, broken, broken apart. You get several pieces uh, of a launch code. Right. All together, you can take it to a launch site, and you can launch a nuke anywhere at the, on the map. I think it's actually to specific locations, like uh, landmarks. Yeah, we can't really tell yet, but it's what it seemed like. Maybe you can like select one of the like logos on a mini-map and shoot at that. I'm, I'm not really sure how it works yet. But it looks like it wipes out a pretty healthy amount of area around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, which is really cool. So, you know, if you are playing in an open server and you're like, oh, I'm afraid of this getting blown up. If you can manage to snag one of those codes and like hide it or do something with it, you know you should be fine. Um, so you know, I don't think it'll be as bad as a lot of people are thinking. Yeah, I don't think it'll be as big especially as if you're bad. able to curate your your server, uh, which it seems like you're going to be able to do. So yeah, I don't think it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, unlimited building. You can do this with your friends. Um, nukes, shit. Mm. They had a little bit of everything. Uh, Making me as a Fallout fan pretty happy. I'm, I'm very, very excited to get into this and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. survive w- with my friends. Um, and with it being a survival game, it's kind of interesting. Like if you and I are playing, I could be on playing with Pasty Pasta Man and you know all this stuff, and then you get on later, maybe even when we're not on, mm-hmm. and you know you can do your own thing. You can do building off of what we built, or you know whatever you like to do. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's all a living world that you can explore with people or without people, even if you are in the same server as them. Mm. So that that that's really uh, I really love that about. I've been playing uh, Conan uh, Exiles, and that's how it is. You know, I'm on sometimes when Pacey's not on, or uh, some of the other people we're playing with. You know, we're not all on at the same time. But it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I just saw. Um, uh, I just saw so and so run by. You know, send him an invite, and then we, you know, we start chatting uh, about the game. So, I, you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've announced uh, that the game is coming out. Is it's November fourteenth, right? Or is it eight? Uh, November fourteenth of eighteen. Okay. Yeah. Um, just awesome. doing a double check. I also want to grab the the price the price point on some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, your standard edition. Yeah, it comes out November fourteenth, twenty. Which is a Wednesday. That's kind of weird. A random friggin' Wednesday. Um, and let me see if I can find the collector's edition. Um, it looks like Amazon doesn't have it up yet. Yeah, Amazon doesn't have the collectors yet. Um. I ordered mine through Best Buy. Um, yeah. I have Fallout 76 collectors. And uh, it, it was actually a pretty good price. I don't think they had images up for it yet. Yeah, they've called. They've decided to call it the Power Armor Edition. Um, mm-hmm. It is $199.99 uh, regular if you have 
if you already have it through Best Buy uh, and everywhere else, but if you have the uh, the My Best Buy is what they they're they're calling it now, but it's uh, the Best Buy game was the Gamer Club that's getting mm-hmm. ready to be expunged next year. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pick that up for one seventy nine ninety nine, um, and then applying any other uh, like coupons or discounts that you have. I ended mm-hmm. up picking it up for like one sixty ish, okay, which was pretty good. Um, but that comes with a, a functional uh, power armor helmet with a voice modulating voice changer and a uh, headlamp. Mm-hmm. It also comes with a duffel bag uh, in a uh, T51B box for mm-hmm. the T51B power armor. Right. Um, it also comes with, uh, has a few other little things. Um, let me find the description. Uh, 24 collectible small Fallout figurines. Uh, Fallout 76 power armor uh, wearable, yeah, like I said, T-51 power armor helmet. A glow-in-the-dark world terrain map. A Mm -hmm. a tricentennial steelbook. Tricentennial edition bonus digital items, which I have yet to hear about at all. Um, And access to the Break It Early test application. Uh, which is beta. their beta. Uh, and the only way it turns out, I looked around, the only way to get into the beta um, is by pre-ordering one of the games. Uh, pretty mm-hmm. much anywhere. I also noticed that they have Fallout 76, uh, the Tricentennial Edition, uh, which just basically comes with that... Uh, um, comes with that... Looks like the Steelbook and maybe some DLC in that one's seventy nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Wow, not too bad. So you have some really a cool lot stuff. Of mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I have the uh, the the tri the tri tri centennial tri tri centennial edition uh, pre ordered for PS4. So, oh cool, just waiting for that beta code. Yeah, and then they've announced uh, Fallout Shelter's three year anniversary, uh, and they announced that tonight it is coming to the PS4 and Switch for free. So you can get out there and you can actually download that right now on those consoles mm. for free. Comes uh, PS4 comes with trophies even, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing they and this was kind of like mobile corner. They went mm-hmm. into Elder Scroll Blades. Um, it's supposed to be free this fall. Uh, it is supposed to be a full. Um, like a full Elder Scroll experience on right. mobile or PC or even VR, they said, um, going from low yeah. end to high end VR, um, and uh, it felt mobile, very mm-hmm. mobile. Their big sell point was you don't have to hold the phone sideways; you can hold it and play the game one handed uh, in portrait mode, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool. And then they had the two uh, big boy announcements um, yes. that everyone had been waiting for. Yeah, so they had. Um... Well, it was two things that um, we sort of knew were coming down the pipe, but there was no reason to really think they were coming right now. Um, yeah. So first, they announced, uh, they kind of had, like, it was spacey, there was, like, some movement, there was, like, a planet, um, and then they, they revealed that that was Starfield, which we've been waiting on. Kind of a cool uh, circular logo. Uh, definitely gave me some Mass Effect vibes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so um, that one, they said... Uh, probably next E3 we'll be seeing gameplay of that, I think. Um, they said, basically, yep. you know, these two were shots for the future. Um, yeah, definitely. So Starfield, they have, uh, you know, playable testing that they're doing. Um, yeah, they, they said so it that, was playable, which was impressive. Right. 
Well, that makes me think still very early, though. Um, yeah, but just having something playable, like even if it is at that point of like we have a lot of like yeah. mock items in there. I mean, that's still impressive, seeing as how we have yet to hear about it until right sure. now. Aside yeah, they, from room, aside from the really trademarking tight. the name, right. yeah. So um, there was that, and then yep. I know something a lot of people have been waiting for. Uh, yep. So keep in mind, Skyrim, the core game of Skyrim, came out November eleventh of two thousand eleven. 11, so 11, 11. it's been, uh, uh, you know, I guess right as of, you know, recording today, pretty much, um, it's been seven and a half years. Yeah. So where they usually stick to about a five year cycle. It's right. And, uh, you know, fallout usually. kept with that, uh, for the most part. Yep. Um, so they, they, it was kind of, uh, you know, it was a C all CG, definitely not gameplay, uh, all CG video kind of panning along. Um, kind of like a forest and there was like a cliffside and it was like kind of deserty um, kind of you know so a, a diversity of environment for sure yeah we can see a diverse environment yeah mm -hmm. and it panned up and looked and you see this big environment sprawled out ahead of you and uh, kind of there was you know, a city in the kind distance, of city in the distance yeah a city just kind of like stuck on mm -hmm. this mountaintop um, and then you can see further mountains even um, right and then uh, that that text fades in. The Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah. No. No name. No yeah. name. So uh, they left us kind of wondering. Um, you know, we we've uh, we were like maybe it's probably like Valenwood, I imagine. Probably Valenwood. I, I, that's what um, most people have been expecting. Um, it could possibly it could, be High Rock, maybe, or even elsewhere somehow. Could be elsewhere. Um, um, it could be a new area that we haven't really seen before. That's entirely yeah, because possible. we've talked about before that their maps are like there's a lot of shit on the sides of their maps on different like mm -hmm. continents and stuff mm -hmm. that we've never been to before. Right. So this is really exciting, and they yeah. went on to say that the technology just for Elder Scrolls Six isn't available. Mm -hmm. um, so don't get too excited for this. Uh, yeah, Starfield will playable. Starfield will come first yeah. for sure, and it might be this console generation. I don't look for Elder Scrolls 6 to be on the first. No, I think Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be on whatever the next gen is. Um, I agree. Yep. So it definitely a few years out, quite a few years out. Um, right. But yeah, so I mean, it was definitely cool to see that they're not like, oh, Skyrim is the last one. We're just going to keep making Skyrim forever. Uh, yeah. Um, and, the, it, you know, it was big to just like get the confirmation that these are a thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, so, so far, we've ran through um, uh, EA Play, Microsoft, which was huge, and Bethesda, which was huge. We mm. actually have one more for uh, the first couple that of days. day, um, and uh, we will actually tackle that in uh, our next part. So, mm. um, check out part two of uh, MGI on E3 2018 for that. Um, is there anything else you want to say about the Bethesda show, though? Uh, it was it was it was really good. Um, it kind of you know it didn't necessarily start super strong, um, but then they had their announces in the middle. They showed off more of seventy six, which everybody wanted to see, and uh, yeah. you know kind of set us up for the future. So um, I think overall it was it was uh, it was pretty good. Um, just a little bit above middling, so maybe like a seven. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I think it's it, it's kind of like that. Uh, 
it, it wasn't mediocre, which five would kind of be like mediocre. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say probably a, a strong seven or an eight. Um, just shout out to them for you know doing Starfield and yeah. Elder Scrolls. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to show those, but they. I didn't expect you know, to they, see Elder Scrolls for sure. Exactly. Um, yeah. Maybe a tease of Starfield, but uh, I mean, to be fair, even uh, you know, even Fallout seventy six was a surprise. So. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't know about that like uh, four months, months ago. ago right. Yeah, so I mean, it, like this all developed really fast, and it mm. was really good. So, um, oh yeah, yeah, it, it was it was great. This like this block that we've done, um, just all of the content, you know, mm. Cyberpunk, Starfield, Elder Scroll, Fallout, um, crazy, you know, go going back to uh, Sekiro or you know Shadows Die Twice. Mm-hmm. Um, Seeing session on the live stage, Devil May Cry Five. It was, oh man, that like so after much. this night, after this night, it was uh, it was tough to sleep. Like I even mm-hmm. had to just like I, I was even watching videos uh, before I went to sleep. Um, I even pre-ordered the huge edition of Fallout uh, seventy six. Mm. Um, it started literally on Facebook, taking applications for people who wanted to join our server. Yeah, yeah. reliable people. Not everyone will make it, so. We're going to be cutthroat on that. I may or may not make it in. <laughs> <laughs> that's a few. You're kind of a solitary gamer, so, yeah. you know, I, I get that. Yeah. But uh, that's going to be it for part one. Join us for part two, where we dive into Devolver Digital, Square Enix, uh, Ubisoft, and more. Um, and uh, we may do this in three parts. And then, of course, mm. you can expect our, uh, uh, our, our standard um, podcast coming out. Of course. Mondays. Uh, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, and now Stitcher, huh? Yeah, also on Stitcher now. Also on Stitcher. Due to a so, customer complaint. <laughs> uh, due to yeah, due to customer complaint. So don't be afraid to head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Chat with us about all of these games that we've talked about here and more as well. Follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and record our podcast and live streams. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you guys for hanging out. Hope you enjoy. Uh, hope you enjoyed E3 2018. And until next time, I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filtercord. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>